Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 490 for March 16 to 31, 2019. This Week in Astrology is the free podcast that deepens your astrological wisdom. We always start with a forecast and regularly include other special features. Make This Week in Astrology a regular part of your astrological education. Thanks so much for listening. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from the virtual location of thisweekinastrology.com and the physical location of Asheville, North Carolina. To get to a specific part of the show, including the forecast for a particular date, check out the index at the very end of this MP3. You can also see this index in writing at thisweekinastrology.blogspot.com. We start, as always, with the forecast, and it's quite a forecast this time. Then we will have a couple of announcements, and then we'll have an analysis of a listener chart, which involves a very powerful and fascinating midpoint setup with a uh, transiting T-square stimulating it. So that's what's coming up for you today, and let's dive into the forecast. The second half of March is loaded with juicy astrological events. The spring equinox seasonal chart is bursting with opportunity and aspect patterns. Mercury turns direct. A Libra full moon is strongly influenced by its aspects, and four interweaving fingers of God combine to form a potent quadruple yod mega aspect pattern. What's old as we come into the second half of March? We've got a waxing moon. Mercury retrograde through March 28th, and four aspect patterns still running. A yacht, a grand cross, a hard rectangle, and a cradle. So let's now move on to our individual days of the forecast. On Saturday, March 16th, how clear is the communication in your committed partnerships? This is the theme most strongly emphasized by a Mercury, Juno, Jupiter, Neptune, T-square. It begins today on March 16, peaks on the 31st, and ends on April 15th. Muddled communication, deception, or the withholding of important information are challenging possibilities raised by Piscean Mercury and Neptune. If you think this might be happening, it could be worth exploring. But the same planets can also express much more positively as a soul-deep connection that supports an easy flow of communication. Telepathy might even be possible. This T-square also supports joining with your committed partner in a creative or spiritual adventure. Sharing information that makes life more wonderful can also be stimulated. This could be one of the committed partners enlightening the other, both of you learning from someone else, or the two of you pairing up to do the teaching yourselves. Also, on Saturday, March 16th, a mental deep dive is harmoniously and energetically supported by a Mercury-Pluto sextile. Mercury, 23 Pisces, Pluto, 23 Capricorn. This aspect is great for investigation, research, or detective work. With Mercury in Pisces, stay tuned into your intuition. Mercury's sign placement gives special support for spiritual or creative probing. On Sunday, March 17, magical inspiration in your creative work, as well as in your relationships and finances, is fairy-dusted by a Venus-Uranus quintile. Venus, 18 degrees, 30 minutes Aquarius. Uranus, 0 degrees, 30 minutes Taurus. With Venus in Aquarius, follow your intuitive flashes and be ready to veer onto a path less traveled. 
Also, on Sunday, March 17, your mental energy gets a flowing energetic boost from a Mercury-Mars sextile. Mercury, 21 Pisces, Mars, 21 Taurus. Piscean Mercury can help your thoughts feel in the zone, and your inspirations can move smoothly from thought to action. On Monday, March 18, dedicated action, Tarian Mars, in support of a higher cause, Piscean Vesta, is supported by a triple yod featuring Mars, Pallas, Vesta, Jupiter, and the North Node. It starts today on March 18, comes to an extraordinarily tight peak on the 23rd, and ends on April 2nd. You'll get the best outcome by the skillful use of strategy and negotiation, Pallas, as you pursue this goal in alignment with your heart-directed life purpose, Cancerian North Node. Sagittarian Jupiter represents the joy and celebration you'll feel as you do this deeply fulfilling work. Jupiter also suggests that the work might involve sharing information that makes people's lives more wonderful. Also, on Monday, March 18, the addition of one planet, Venus, transforms the triple yod just mentioned to a quadruple yod. Yowza! Like the triple yod, it begins on March 18 and peaks on the 23rd, but this quad yod is much shorter-lived, ending nine days earlier than the triple on March 24th. The addition of Venus doesn't fundamentally change the triple yod's interpretation, but it suggests that supporting a higher cause with dedicated action might be more effective with a partner. With Venus and Aquarius, let your approach be unconventionally creative. If extra funding is needed, think outside the box for how to raise money and where you might procure it. On Tuesday, March 19th, your service to a higher cause is smoothly and strongly energized by a Pluto-Vesta sextile. Pluto, 23 Capricorn, Vesta, 23 Pisces. It remains in orb through April 5th. This aspect also supports sex magic, using the potent energy of sexual arousal and orgasm to empower the manifestation of your vision. This takes the law of attraction to a whole new level. To learn more about law of attraction on astroshaman.com, use the search box, type law of attraction made simple. On Wednesday, March 20th, it's a huge astrological day with the spring equinox and a Libra full moon within four hours of each other. The spring equinox chart, marked by the sun's entry into Aries, gives a sense of the astrological energies for the next three months. Several emphatically emphasized planets, points, and aspect patterns make this a powerful seasonal chart. If you'd like to see it, I've got the full chart with my markings at astroshaman.com in the forecast, of course, for the second half of March there. Sun Aspects The sun's entry into a cardinal sign creates any seasonal chart so its aspects are especially important. The sun's tight conjunction to Chiron can trigger old emotional wounds. If so, my free healing invocation has helped thousands clear such painful energies quickly and effectively. To learn more about that or the awakening invocation I'll mention in a bit, go to astroshaman.com on the menu bar. The final word is resources. Pull that down. First item down says invocations for healing and awakening, and that will take you to those two posts that cover that information. This conjunction can also help you step more powerfully into your gifts as a healer or mentor. The sun also conjoins Vesta. This asteroid goddess is present in most of the spring equinox charts aspect patterns, highlighting the theme of selfless service. 
Vesta aspects every commonly used planet except Uranus, and even makes soft aspects to the lunar nodes. Only the north node of the moon, discussed in a moment, is more heavily aspected in this chart. Vesta's extraordinary level of connection is like shouting, Serve a higher cause! from the rooftops. The spring equinox is less than four hours shy of a full moon. This gives a sense of being just short of completion. Can you identify some things in your life that need one final push to cross the finish line? Heavily aspected points. The number of aspects to the north node of the moon is stunning. It connects to all 11 commonly used planets plus two asteroid goddesses. The message couldn't be more clear. Align your daily activities with your life purpose as closely as possible. With the north node in Cancer, follow the resonance of your heart and spread love and nurturing as widely as possible. Vesta, already discussed above, is almost as heavily aspected as the north node. Pluto is also loaded with aspects, and fortunately, most of them are harmonious. This can help you do shadow work more easily and be less resistant to embracing change and releasing what no longer serves you. Pluto can also help you open to increased wealth and power. The final standalone planet of note is Jupiter, which aspects all five personal planets, the three outer planets, and more. Most of Jupiter's aspects are hard, which stands as a caution not to overextend yourself or arrogantly assume that your way is the only right one. If you can avoid these pitfalls, these intense Jupiter aspects can help you launch exciting new adventures, gain new wisdom, and share your life-enriching insights with others. Aspect Patterns The Spring Equinox chart contains four noteworthy aspect patterns. First up, a grand cross featuring Pallas, Uranus, Pluto, and the lunar nodes. About two weeks remain to cultivate the finer qualities of Pallas Athena within yourself. That's how long her Pallas, Uranus, Pluto, Lunar Nodes Grand Cross remains in orb. It began on December 22nd, peaks on January 13th, and ends on April 4th. Which attributes of this asteroid goddess would you like to embody more fully? Wisdom, courage, strategy, practical creativity, a tactful diplomatic warrior, more defensive by nature but will go for the jugular if necessary, well-developed political and negotiating skills. Uranus and Pluto are this T-square's other physical members. They've been the prime astrological catalysts for the radical changes we've experienced in this tumultuous decade. Their energy of revolutionary transformation isn't quite the fire-breathing dragon it was earlier in the teens. Their waning square got no closer than a 7-degree orb in February, and they'll separate by as much as 15 degrees later in 2019. But don't count the Uranus-Pluto square out yet. We'll feel its influence through 2020, and this dynamic duo still has the power to bring big change fast. Within this T-square, they add electricity, support from intuitive flashes, and their trademark energy of revolutionary transformation to whatever qualities of palace you choose to cultivate. The final members of this Grand Cross are the Capricorn South Node and the Cancer North Node. On the most basic level, this axis of destiny asks that you work with this aspect pattern in alignment with your soul purpose. Take the practical steps that are needed, Capricorn, while infusing them with love and nurturing, Cancer. The next aspect pattern is a quadruple yod with Venus, Mars, Pallas, Vesta, Jupiter, and the North Node, and I interpreted that for you a moment ago. 
Next, a cradle with Mars, Vesta, Saturn, Pluto, and the lunar nodes. This six-member cradle that started on March 11 peaks in two days on the 22nd of March and ends on April 2nd. Again, it's made up of Mars, Vesta, Saturn, Pluto, and the lunar nodes. Vesta, the asteroid goddess of selfless service to a higher cause in compassionate Pisces, focuses the interpretation. Tarian Mars provides Energizer Bunny persistence. Pluto contributes abundant power and access to resources, while Saturn can help you organize your efforts. The lunar nodes ask you to do all this in alignment with your soul purpose. You can identify this based on the resonance you feel in your heart, north node in Cancer. The remaining aspect pattern is an envelope, also known as a double-pointed kite. The core of this aspect pattern, a grand trine, is made up of the Moon, Mars, Pluto, and the South Node. The kite points are the North Node and Vesta. This aspect pattern repeats one of this chart's main messages, serve a higher cause, passionately and persistently, in alignment with your heart resonance soul purpose. As you can see, the Spring Equinox chart offers a large variety of themes. Focus on the ones that resonate most for you and ride those waves for the next three months. Now through March 31st, you can get 20% off any Astrology Plus session. This drops the hourly rate from $180 an hour to only $144 an hour. This 20% discount also includes all shamanic healing sessions. The usual $180 flat rate, which covers sessions that average two hours, is now just $144 through March 31st. Finally, I'm offering an even bigger discount on life coaching. If you're a new life coaching client, you get 50% off your first session this month. Book your Astrology Plus, Shamanic Healing, or Life Coaching session now while the best appointment times are still available. I look forward to working with you and saving you money during the remaining days of March. Continuing with Wednesday, March 20th, a full moon illuminates the sky at 9.43 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's 0 degrees, 9 minutes Libra. Is a relationship just not working out? Is a change of creative direction in order? Could you do a better job managing your money? Any Libra full moon is great for release or adjustment of whatever is not serving highest good in your relationships, creativity, and finances. Most of this full moon's aspects are part of aspect patterns, but one stands alone, a tight moon Uranus quincunx. Untamed, this could provoke emotional instability and shock you with unpleasant surprises in your relationships, creativity, and finances. This is why you'd be wise to lift this aspect into positive territory. Embrace your authentic self, follow your intuitive flashes, and serve others with the special talents you love most. You'll experience fewer surprises, and any that do happen are more likely to be pleasant. What about the aspect patterns for this full moon? This full moon features two powerful aspect patterns. Uh, the first is an envelope, also known as a double-pointed kite. This is going to sound familiar. We have this in the uh, spring equinox as well. So I'll slip through this pretty quick. The core of this pattern, a grand trine, is made up of the moon, Mars, Pluto, and the south node. The kite points are the north node and Vesta. Um, it retains the same meaning as in the spring equinox forecast, serve a higher cause, passionately and persistently in alignment with your heart resonance soul purpose. The second aspect pattern is a T-square that involves the Moon, Sun, 
Vesta, Jupiter, and Chiron. But before we get into the entire pattern, I want to focus on the tight Moon-Chiron opposition at its heart. In my spring equinox interpretation, I noted that the Sun's conjunction to Chiron can trigger old emotional wounds. With Chiron strongly aspecting both luminaries, this effect is even stronger. The healing invocation I mentioned above can help you with your internal emotional processing. To work out challenge that could arise in an important relationship, I recommend the four-part nonviolent communication process. I just put that search term in the internet and it should come right up. Four-part nonviolent communication process. This conjunction can also help you step more powerfully into your gifts as a healer or mentor. We complete the T-square by including Vesta and Jupiter. This invites you to contribute your wisdom in service to a higher cause. Perhaps your service will involve foreign travel or involvement with a different culture than yours. If your offering somehow includes mentoring or healing, themes of Chiron, so much the better. Here's a technical note. Are you wondering why I'm not including aspect patterns under the full moon that were present less than four hours earlier during the spring equinox? In looking at seasonal charts, I include all important aspect patterns. When interpreting lunations, I only include aspect patterns that involve the moon. This full moon Sabian symbol is a butterfly preserved and made perfect with a dart through it. Ouch! There's certainly a place for this sort of thing in museums and science collections, but I mainly see this image as a warning. Life is about flow and change. The butterfly in this image is dead and thankfully feels no suffering from the dart. But any attempt to freeze-frame living beauty will dart it to death. Too much Botox will make you look like a mannequin, and an obsession with external appearances will distract you from the vastly more important inner beauty radiated by a compassionate heart. Also, on Wednesday, March 20th, your leadership, sexual prowess, and athletic endurance can be smoothly augmented by a Mars-Pluto trine. Mars, 23 Taurus, Pluto, 23 Capricorn. This harmonious aspect can also support entrepreneurship, persistence, and acting as a warrior. And our final aspect for Wednesday, March 20th, turning dreams into reality is energized by Piscean Mercury sextiling Saturn. That's Mercury 19 Pisces, Saturn 19 Capricorn. This smooth, robust aspect is also great for creative work. On Thursday, March 21st, all four of today's aspects are part of the triple yod and or quadruple yod that started on the 18th. But since their effects are not entirely bound to those aspect patterns, I'm also giving them simpler interpretations here. On Thursday, March 21st, Venus is part of two powerful aspects today, a Venus-Mars square, Venus 23 Aquarius, Mars 23 Taurus, and a Venus-Jupiter sextile, Venus 24 Aquarius, and Jupiter 24 Sagittarius. Both Mars and Jupiter provide powerful catalysts, supporting unconventional approaches to relationship, creativity, and finances. Listen to your intuitive flashes in these areas. If the Venus-Mars square brings up relationship challenge, that four-part nonviolent communication process may help the two of you brainstorm a win-win solution. With Mars and Taurus, take care that the partner with more masculine energy, regardless of their gender, is not unreasonably stubborn. Their persistence toward a mutually beneficial solution makes better use of this energy. 
The Venus-Jupiter sextile can bring great luck, especially if you follow your intuitive flashes and are willing to chart an adventurous course. Also, on Thursday, March 21st, Jupiter is the shared planet in today's other two aspects, the meaning of a Jupiter-Vesta square, Jupiter, 24 Sagittarius, Vesta, 24 Pisces, is at the heart of the triple and quadruple yod interpretations, amplified desire to serve a higher cause. A Mars-Jupiter quincunx, Mars, 24 Taurus, Jupiter, 24 Sagittarius, if consciously focused, can amp up the power and pleasure of your sexuality, leadership, athletic performance, and overall persistence. On Friday, March 22nd, the six-member cradle that started on March 11 peaks today on the 22nd and ends on April 2nd. It's made up of Mars, Vesta, Saturn, Pluto, and the lunar nodes, and I already interpreted this as part of my spring equinox interpretation. Also, on Friday, March 22nd, the Mars-Jupiter north node Yod that peaks today is part of the triple and quadruple Yods that peak tomorrow but I'm interpreting this yod separately because it started five days before its more complex cousins on March 13th and has a significantly different interpretation. It ends on March 29th. Perseverance and alignment with your heart-centered life purpose can lead to joy, breakthrough, and wisdom. Stick-to-itiveness and following your true north can also support foreign travel, higher education, and sharing life-transforming wisdom. Also, on Friday, March 22nd, the Sun makes two aspects today. First up is a Sun-Saturn quintile. Sun, 1 degree Aries, Saturn, 19 Capricorn. This can inspire you to new levels of creativity, productivity, and perseverance, especially in new ventures. But the stronger aspect by far is a Sun-Chiron conjunction at 2 Aries, as mentioned above in my Spring Equinox and Full Moon Interpretations. This can be a powerful catalyst for the next level of psychological and emotional healing in your shadow work queue. If you get triggered, many people find my free healing invocation to be a tried and true tool for the quick and lasting release of unpleasant energies. The Sun-Chiron conjunction can also energize you into deeper mastery of your healing and or mentoring skills. On Saturday, March 23rd, the triple yod, featuring Mars, Pallas, Vesta, Jupiter, and the North Node that started on the 18th, peaks today on the 23rd and ends on April 2nd. And the quadruple yod, with Venus, Mars, Pallas, Vesta, Jupiter, and the North Node that also started on March 18th, also peaks today on the 23rd, but ends tomorrow on the 24th. Also on Saturday, March 23rd, will Neptune's square to Juno with Neptune at 17 Pisces and Juno at 17 Gemini, bring challenge or bliss to a committed partnership. A less savory possibility is that one or both of you could be tempted to lie or withhold important information. But if you have an open and honest relationship container, there's a wonderful opportunity for deeper soul connection. This aspect's influence continues through April 15th. On Sunday, March 24th, your mind can be unusually porous as Mercury conjoins Neptune at 17 Pisces. Neptune and Pisces help dissolve boundaries. Their effects on Mercury, the mental planet, can make you more open to the thoughts of others as well as information from your higher self. Quiet your mind to maximize this opportunity. On Monday, March 25th, 
amplified vitality, as well as fresh inspiration regarding leadership, entrepreneurship, sexuality, and fighting the good fight, are available as the Sun quintiles Pluto. Sun, 5 Aries, Pluto, 23 Capricorn. On Wednesday, March 27th, breakthroughs in creative inspiration and deepening your soul connection to a beloved are available with Venus sextile Uranus. Venus, 1 Pisces, Uranus, 1 degree Taurus. On Thursday, March 28th, Mercury turns direct at 9.59 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time at 16 degrees Pisces, ending its retrograde that started on March 5th at 29 degrees 38 minutes Pisces. If you've been waiting to sign an important contract or make a major purchase, do so if you must. But astrological support for new ventures is better under a waxing moon. So it would be even better if you can wait about a week until the next new moon on April 5th, 4.51 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time or later. In my March 5th Mercury Retrograde forecast, I suggested that you reflect on how you're doing with your spiritual awakening practices, expressing your inspired creativity, and meeting the world with unconditional love and compassion. Note if the dark side of Pisces is coloring your experience, substance abuse, excessive escapism, aimless drifting, or playing the victim. And contemplate whether you're putting enough attention on doing shadow work to heal your old wounds. Are you acting as a healer or mentor to others? I suggested this because Mercury is stationed retrograde about one degree from Chiron. It's interesting that both of Mercury's stations, retrograde and direct, involve tight conjunctions. As I said a moment ago, Mercury turned retrograde about one degree from Chiron, which prompted the previous paragraph's recommendations, and Mercury's stations direct less than one degree from Neptune. This supports a new or renewed mental focus on spirituality, inspired creativity, and deepening your unconditional love and compassion. On Friday, March 29th, your ability to act in the zone, that flowing, timeless space in which the right action seems to come automatically, is enhanced as Mars quintiles Neptune. Mars, 29 Taurus, Neptune, 19 Pisces. This magical aspect also supports embodied awakening, law of attraction manifestation, and sacred sex. On Saturday, March 30th, how fully have you developed the qualities of the female warrior, diplomat, negotiator, or strategist? With Pluto square Pallas Athena, Pluto 23 Capricorn, Pallas 23 Libra, you can more deeply cultivate any or all of these abilities. If someone else is trying to use their prowess in these areas against you, consider it an invitation to step up your game. On Sunday, March 31st, that T-square with Mercury, Juno, Jupiter, and Neptune that started on the 16th peaks today on the 31st and ends on April 15th. And also on Sunday, March 31st, a special magic that can wonderfully amplify the positive aspects of relationships and creativity is provided by a Venus-Jupiter quintile. Venus, 6 Pisces, Jupiter, 24 Sagittarius. This is also a great time to visualize the financial reality you desire. Whatever your sun sign, Astro Shaman's forecasts can help you make the best use of the current astrological energies. All dates and times are in the U.S. Eastern Time Zone. Events are most powerful on the dates listed, but their influence will be active for at least a week before and after. 
Everyone's affected by these global transits. However, you'll be most powerfully impacted when moving planets activate sensitive points in your natal chart. Discover how these transits will personally affect you by booking a session with me. You can learn more about my Astrology Plus sessions at astroshaman.com. On the menu bar, look for the word services. And the first pull down is Astrology Plus. Looking ahead to our show for the first half of April, we're going to have a new moon in Aries, Jupiter turning retrograde. Juno gets two strong aspects, a quincunx from Pluto and an opposition from Jupiter. Venus is busy conjoining Neptune and squaring Jupiter. We've also got a new grand cross featuring the Sun, Saturn, Pluto, and the lunar nodes, a mystic rectangle, and a Thor's hammer. So plenty going on to tell you about. And as always, it'll all be in alignment with helping you make the best use of the astrological energies. I hope you'll join me again next time. You can hear my forecast on This Week in Astrology, but would you also like to get a free, concise version in writing? How about having it conveniently pop into your inbox? And while we're at it, how about occasional bonus articles on astrology, along with simple, powerful healing and awakening techniques? That's what you get with Astroshaman's free email newsletter. To subscribe, go to astroshaman.com. You'll see the newsletter sign-up form at the top of the sidebar. And if you like calculating your own astrology charts, why not use the world's leading Windows astrology software and get it for the lowest price available? Astroshaman is an authorized dealer for SolarFire Gold, which also runs on Macs running Windows and recent Windows tablets. To learn more or place your order, visit astroshaman.com. From there, click on Products in the menu bar and choose SolarFire Software from the drop-down menu a free forecast newsletter, and the best available price on Solar Fire Gold. Two great reasons to visit astroshaman.com right now. I have two announcements for you. This is your last chance to save $100 on the 6th Annual Wildman Gathering, August 16th through 18th. This weekend of Elemental Initiations for Men happens near Asheville, North Carolina. To get the early bird rate, you must pay your deposit by March 21st. Are you a man who wants to co-create your destiny in alignment with your soul's true nature? Do you want to live a life overflowing with passion and vitality while holding a profound stillness within? A thriving relationship with your inner wild man lets you make life decisions guided by your timeless soul. Connecting with your wild man can feed your gnawing hunger for something more. I facilitate one of the small group clans at the wild man gathering. Every year, I see how profoundly men are transformed by this soul-deep weekend immersion. As I said, you can save $100 with the early bird rate when you pay your deposit by March 21st. Learn more in the What's New section of astroshaman.com. The two new meetups we're hosting at our home here in Asheville, North Carolina, received very positive feedback from the first participants. They all meet on a Tuesday at 7 p.m. The first Tuesday of each month, we do our new Ecstatic Divine Group Consciousness event. Second Tuesdays is a Singa Grandfather Tobacco Ceremony. Third Tuesdays is the Shamanic Awakening Ceremony we've already been doing for years. If you're in the Asheville area, go to meetup.com and search for the words Shamanic Awakening to learn more. That's all the announcements. The owner of this show's listener chart is Jane. Jane's born March 14, 1983, 10, 19 a.m. in Ada, Oklahoma. And if you want to run her chart and verify all this, you'll get Gemini rising at 7 degrees, 31 minutes, and the moon in Pisces at 22 degrees, 50 minutes. 
I was looking for a chart strongly hit by the Grand Cross with Mercury, Juno, Jupiter, and Neptune. And this gives us, in this case, a nice midpoint example. So um, the heart of this T-square is, of course, that Neptune-Mercury conjunction around 1670 degrees Pisces. And Jane has nothing right on that point, but Jane, you've got Mercury. I'll just round to the nearest degree here to keep it simple. Mercury's at 13 Pisces, Moon is at 23, Sun is at 24. So that, that sweet spot right between Mercury and the two luminaries, roughly 17 degrees or so, 17, 18, is very much being strongly impacted by Neptune and Mercury, and also squared by Juno. Jupiter's a little past all that, but um, uh, we've got plenty of influence anyway. So um, let's first talk about the midpoints and, and see how the transiting planets influence them. I don't talk about midpoints a lot on the show, but uh, this is a wonderful example to bring out that beautiful tool. So if we've got Mercury at 13 and the sun and moon round about 23, that means that midpoints are around 18 degrees or so. And uh, let's start with just the planets and then we'll add signs and transits. So Mercury moon midpoint would interpret as um, being very sensitive with your expression or um, expressing your emotions really well. Um, or it could be confused uh, thought, which is clouded by emotion. Depends how, how skillful you are with all this. What about a Mercury sun midpoint? That would be the ability to communicate your vital essence, uh, the ability to communicate your identity, an ability to speak in public are, are some of the ways that all that could play out. Then we add the fact that they're in Pisces and being conjoined by Neptune right in the midpoint of it all. So Pisces and Neptune, of course, give the same message. And now this adds a whole new flavor to all this. Now we see, okay, Mercury, Moon, um, high empathic sensitivity, uh, possibly the ability to channel and the ability to very sensitively feel other people's thoughts and emotions, possibly, and uh, perhaps even an ability to communicate with others about those, uh, perhaps even without speaking. <laughs> what about Mercury Sun with Neptune? There we have the idea of I can express myself. We already said Sun Mercury is like self-expression, but Neptune is the arts. And it's okay, well, maybe I can now express myself artistically through um, my creative inspiration somehow. Neptune is also mysticism and divine union. So perhaps someone who can channel information, someone who can speak eloquently about divinity, or might be a very talented writer or a thinker, because there's Neptune bringing all that beautiful inspiration into the mind and its expression through the sun. Um, so a lot of very interesting possibilities with the Neptune. Now, the fact that Mercury by transit is also around the midpoint doesn't obviously add any new information because Mercury natally is already integrated into all those midpoint interpretations. So no new information there. Let's add also in Porphyry house system, Jane, all of these planets are in house number 10, the house of career. Um, the sun and moon are also leaning into the 11th, and we'll bring that in in a moment, but all three are in the 10th house specifically. So all the things I just said might somehow relate to career. 
Uh, of course, exactly how would depend on what sort of career you're doing, and I don't know what you do, so I won't try to be any more specific than that. But think of all this coming into some sort of career context. Um, even if you're not employed, the 10th house is your reputation, even if you're not paid for it. So it could be that, you know, this is a time when your eloquence and your creativity, your your message could be coming out much more strongly into the world. So as I said, uh, the Jupiter member of the T-square is a little far off to be giving significant influence to the midpoint, but Juno is around 20, and Juno is still roughly in the ballpark of that midpoint. And Juno is committed partnership. So that influence in addition to this says, okay, what this puts the communication and sensitivity context into committed partnership territory. So it indicates this is an opportunity to have an even deeper blending with your beloved, your committed partner, etc. Um, and even though Jupiter is past squaring the midpoint, Jupiter is strongly squaring the sun and moon, and Jupiter is going to go back and forth all year and, and square the sun and moon three times total. And uh, it so happens, Jane, in your chart, if you've got Gemini rising, that means your descendant or relationship house cusp is Sagittarius, ruled by Jupiter. So for you, Jane, Jupiter is the ruler of your house of relationships. So that puts the relationship theme back on it again. Juno committed partnership, Jupiter ruler of relationships. So because of your particular chart setup, all this uh, stimulus of the midpoint and the sun and moon has a strongly relational potential. So watch for uh, the themes I mentioned in your partnerships, whether that's romantic, platonic, or whatever it may be. So uh, the final uh, nuance I want to give for you, Jane, is that uh, in your house system, or in just about most of the house systems, the sun rules your fourth house. Leo is on the cusp of the icy or nadir. So this also gives stimulation of home, family, and shadow work. So all that might be coming up strongly for you as well. And uh, you have other powerful things happening, but they are beyond the scope of this interpretation. Um, one thing that definitely caught my attention was that you do have transiting Pluto square Venus, which is supremely powerful for uh, relationship, creativity, and finance huge opportunities and possible challenges in all those areas. So just note as a bonus note, Jane, that that is the most important thing happening in your chart right now. So that's all for this interpretation. Jane, thanks for sending your chart in. And if you have any thoughts on my interpretation, I'd love to hear them. Thank you so much. Living a harmonious life can be difficult, especially these days when things are moving so fast. You'd think that those of us committed to personal and spiritual growth would have it easier, but sometimes it seems as if our lofty aspirations cause us to face even greater challenges. Fortunately, you have a map to guide you, your astrology chart. It can reveal a wealth of information about your soul purpose, your optimal career, and your ideal romantic partner. Spirituality, timing, relocation, your chart, when interpreted by an insightful, experienced astrologer, can provide helpful insights into every area of life. And since the moving planets keep activating different parts of your chart, getting astrology updates at least once a year can help you keep focused on what's important now. But astrology is only the beginning here at Astro Shaman. We also offer shamanic healing, which can reduce or eliminate physical, emotional, and mental issues. Your shamanic healing session will also equip you with simple, powerful techniques you can use on your own to help you take your healing and spiritual awakening to the next level. 
We also offer other services to help improve your life, including awakening activation, electional astrology, mentoring, and more. All are equally effective in person or by phone or Skype. A digital recording of your session is included, and my guarantee makes it risk-free. If you don't feel that your experience was helpful, it's free. To learn more, visit astroshaman.com. I love my work, and I look forward to helping you. As we close, let me remind you again of the special I'm running through the end of March. That's 20% off any Astrology Plus or Shamanic Healing session and 50% off an initial life coaching session. Full details are at astroshaman.com. Go to the What's New section of the homepage. This Week in Astrology is honored to be chosen by Feedspot as one of the Internet's top 10 astrology podcasts. Check out our website where you can hear the show and subscribe to podcast updates. You can also do a single sign-up for two great opportunities, chances to win a free consultation and have your chart interpreted on the show. You can also donate to support us. Go to thisweekinastrology.com. From there, you'll be automatically redirected to the This Week in Astrology area of astroshaman.com. Thank you so much for listening. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way. This Week in Astrology is copyright 2018 by Astro Shaman. All rights reserved, although enthusiastic sharing is encouraged. You can access our free comprehensive audio archive from thisweekinastrology.com. If you'd like me to illustrate the weekly forecast with your chart, please send me your date, time, and city of birth. This also gives you a chance to win a free session with me every month. I welcome your personal questions for my live listener consultation segments. I also welcome your general astrology questions and feedback. Just email info at astroshaman.com. I look forward to making you a part of This Week in Astrology. Here's the index. Our overview begins at 1 minute 24 seconds, March 16, 206, the 17th, 333, the 18th, 416, the 19th, 548, the 20th, 623, the 21st, 1834, the 22nd, 2031, the 23rd, 2222, the 24th, 2318, the 25th, 2403, the 27th, 2402, the 28th, 2418, the 29th, 2556, the 30th, 2621, the 31st, 2649. Next shows highlights, 2803, announcements, 2940, and our listener chart, 3116. Thank you so much for listening to This Week in Astrology.